Hi everyone, welcome back to Strategic Slut Podcast, where the aim is to take the word slut back and open the conversation about love, sex, and dating. Wow, I haven't done that in a while. If you are new to this podcast, I am your host, Courtney. I'm an undergrad in women's studies and media at Western. I'm just finishing up my degree this month, actually, and it's been a few... It's been a hot minute since I've, you know, recorded last and a few of you have noticed my absence and I slightly apologize for it and other, on the other hand, I also want to say that I needed time to take a step back. I, you know, don't want to be pushing out shitty content and it's been a weird fucking month. I feel like we can all agree. If you had told me and you know, December, that this is the situation that was going to be coming our way, I would have never believed you. Um, It's been weird. So I'm going to just do a quick recap of where the hell I've been, kind of what's happening. And um, just from my perspective to give you guys, you know, a little bit of insight of what position I'm coming from. And then I'd like to talk about what I'm doing to remain sane during this time, hopefully give you a piece of advice um, of at least what's been working for me so far. And then I want to talk about the plan for this podcast because I'm quite excited. So let's go back to this month. Um, Yeah, it's been fucking weird. As you guys know, I've been, you know, a full-time student working for jobs, running a podcast. I was training for a 10K and then hoping to do a half marathon sometime this year. And life's just been crazy. I was go, go, go. And when January hit and like, you know, my last semester of university was rolling around and I had all these goals and like very specific idea of what I wanted my May to look like. I knew I was graduating. I knew I had some student debt. I knew I was gonna end up moving back to my parents' house for a little while till I you know, figure out what I want to do, but I was hoping to make that time as minimal as possible. Just, you know, being on your own for four years and then moving back into your parents' house and not having, like, what even when I come back for the summers and stuff, I'd always had that temporary feeling where this was going to be different. So I just, I had a very specific plan of wanting to kind of have it together by May. Like, you know, figure out what kind of full-time job I'm wanting to go for, like all these things. So I was working my ass off, literally, and go, go, go. I said multiple times how March was going to be genuinely the busiest month of my life. Like, my schedule was insane. I was traveling so much for work outside of London where I go to school, and I was just going to be go, go, go every, literally every week and weekend. And I was kind of stressed out, like, approaching the month of March, um, thinking of what I had coming up and kind of, you know, can I do this? Because March was also going to be the busiest month for all my papers and stuff because it's kind of like, you know, the last few weeks of school and then April hits and it's exam season. So my program, especially being a double major in very essay-based programs, um, I usually get hit with like five papers due in one week, which I did this semester. So just having that anticipation of what I had going on, 
I was a little stressed out and I'm sure some of you listening just hearing what I have going on you're like holy fuck that's a lot and it was and I took it on and it wasn't one of those things that I couldn't handle it was kind of a challenge for myself especially with the running to be able to kind of maintain that level of drive and discipline while also challenging myself in work and school and personal life and whatever so I knew I was gonna be sacrificing a social life and I at the time was very okay with that um I reached a weird point in my life where socializing felt like a chore I no longer enjoyed it I was kind of over the university phase of like drinking and partying and just the bars especially in London like being there for four years it was just kind of the same place with the same people like I was just over it and now fast forward a few weeks and like what I could what I would give right now to just have a night with my friends out in one of those greasy bars and get honestly fucking wasted sounds amazing I would do anything for that but anyways yeah I you know had a so the weekend that I was coming home to Cambridge to my parents' house, I was coming for work, and then I had a 10K planned with my dad to run at the University of Laurier uh, in Waterloo. We were going to do a 10K race there, kind of just to see where we're at and how we vibed, how we vibed with the, like, race atmosphere before ever embarking on, like, a half marathon yet, but that's where our training was kind of leading, was to that half marathon point, and I was really excited, so I got home the Thursday night. I went on a date, And it was that morning, actually, on the Thursday that I woke up with this, like, insane amount of anxiety. And ever since I started smoking weed a year and a half, two years ago now, um, I don't wake up feeling like that very often. And I just had this pit in my stomach. And I could not, it was like an elephant was on my chest, like, very, like, waking up within a panic attack almost, but not at all able to identify why I could not figure out what the root was it was so freaking weird and I just couldn't put my finger on it so then on Thursdays I typically have a class at 1 30 so I go to that class and the beginning of that lecture my professor says I am not sure how long we will be in class together I don't think we're going to make it through the rest of the semester in person I believe that we're going to be moved online eventually and that's when shit hit the fan I was like literally in the middle of my lecture texting all my best friends literally about to have a panic attack like holy fuck this is gonna happen this is turning into a global pandemic like I knew coronavirus was a thing but because it was in other countries it didn't seem to be like affecting us yet um minimal cases were in Canada like it just didn't seem to be too serious here yet maybe, and I'm just speaking from my perspective, my dad does work in ICU, so I really didn't have that, like, sense of fear yet, and I was also planning a trip to Vancouver in May, so I, like, had full intentions of still going on that trip up until this point kind of thing, and the minute my professor said that, it just solidified my anxiety was, like, I knew something was coming, and I don't know how to explain it, I'm not saying anything that, like, I'm not saying I'm any kind of whatever fucking Raven Simone, but I just knew something was coming. I don't know how to exp- just I don't know. Anyways, that evening 
I'm driving home to Cambridge and I get an email or I get a text from my sister saying that March break for the Ontario elementary and high schools was extended by two weeks. Um, So they were going to have three weeks off basically to, I think, accommodate the people who are still going away for March break. So then they'd have that two week quarantine period. And then I, you know, go home. I ate some dinner. I actually went out on a date and I'm like kind of buzzed. And my date went to the bathroom and I pick up my phone and I have like 800 texts, emails, and messages about Western closing their classes, like they're moving classes online. And in that moment, I'm like kind of drunk, so I wasn't too worried about it. But if I had known in that moment, like the days that were about to come, like it was just crazy. So what happened after that? I spent a few days in Cambridge um, and then I went back to London and basically packed up all of my personal belongings, all of my clothes, makeup, literally brought everything, groceries, like pretty much just left my furniture there um, because I was moving out fully since I'm not going back to London. Um, And I moved into my parents' house within that week um, to, in light of this global pandemic that was happening, my dad, like I said, does work in ICU, so I didn't want to be going back and forth from London to Cambridge. But at the time, I was still scheduled to work. Um, I don't want to talk too much about my work on the podcast, but basically my work does require me to travel a little bit. So at the time, I was still scheduled to participate in specific events. And because of the timing of it, I at the time, I was supposed to still do those events. So I, and because of where those events were, it was easier for me to be in Cambridge with my parents. And it was just the fact that I was going to be leaving London eventually. I kind of just wanted to like take control of the one thing I had control over, which was moving kind of thing and like choosing where I'm going to be. So I did make the choice to be with my family and my pets I love my roommate dearly, but I knew that we were both going to be eventually moving out within the next month and a half, and I just, I don't know, I was in a weird place, and I just kind of made the move, so that's what I did, and then ever since, I basically cried for two weeks straight. I clearly don't do well with change, um, and also just going from a very fast-paced lifestyle to nothing was very strange. Um... I also had five papers due in one week. It was fucking crazy. Um, And still trying to, like, keep up with online classes for, like, the last few weeks. It was just a very weird, like, I have zero motivation, but I still have to do this. Um, I'm literally graduating from my living room. Like, it's just a weird feeling. I, it really took a minute to wrap my head around what this is and what's happening And it's still hard, but I'm finally finding my groove. And that's kind of what, you know, provoked me to finally get podcasting again. Because I was genuinely in such a bad place that, you know, in the last few weeks, some days I literally could not get out of bed just because it felt very, it still feels like my, like all my hard work was kind of for nothing the last year, just because my work was so much for 
so much to set me up for May. Like when I graduate, I wanted to be in a specific position. And I really did sacrifice a lot of the time of me being the average 21 year old um, to be able to hit those goals. So now I'm in a bit of a place of like regret that I didn't have just a little bit more fun with my friends, realizing that that was going to be the last time I'm, you know, we're all together and kind of able to have fun. Doesn't mean get blackout drunk every weekend, but I just kind of wish I had been a little bit more laid back, I guess. However, this whole thing has really taught me some insane lessons, just in the way of like you, you know, no matter how much you plan, things can be like, you know, the world can laugh at you. Um, Slow down. I still am learning that a bit. I'm, you know, booking my days up with like random projects around the house and I've decided to take up gardening and I, you know... I've been going on these hour walks and working out every day and doing all these things because I can't just stay super chill. Like, I can't just watch movies all day. That is not me. I'm not a movie gal. I like TV shows, but even then, like, I'll have one night of watching kind of like a binge TV moment and then I'm ready to go do stuff. Like, I just can't chill easily. It actually gives me anxiety, weirdly enough. So, it's been a weird, like adjustment for me not only being stuck inside your house that definitely hits different like I always joke about how I'm a grandma and I go to bed at 9 30 when I was in London during a time where everyone was partying around me whereas now being stuck in my house I'm like up till 3 a.m don't know what to do with myself like it's so strange um but yeah not only so not only getting adjusting to this whole global pandemic thing but also just you know, moving back in with my parents' house, living with my family, my two parents, my sister, and my two dogs. As much as I'm thankful for them and having their support and, you know, being able to fall back on them when I definitely would not be able to pay my own bills if I had to stay in my apartment any longer because I'm completely out of work. I yeah, I don't know what I would have done. I'm so, so grateful, but it's also taken so much adjusting, you know, finding your space in a home that you haven't really full-time moved in for four years. Um, And just, yeah, trying to self-motivate to finish school and to not just say fuck it. Um, Obviously, grades still somewhat matter in a way, Obviously, I'm not trying to do my master's, at least not right now. So that's, you know, alleviated a lot of pressure. It's not the biggest deal. I always say C's get degrees. But there's been a little bit of a competitive bug inside me that I was just doing so well that I want to keep doing well. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a lot of adjustments and a lot of reflecting. I, I almost am kind of getting to a place where I'm wondering if this happened for a reason. And I don't want to say that lightly or blindly I don't want to sound tone deaf because people are dying it's fucking tragic it's we're literally living through history right now but I also feel something like a type of way about what it's teaching me and just you know I think we're all gonna have different values coming out of this and I don't want to say that it happened for that reason but I think that there is a pro of this terrible thing that's going on in the world 
Um, so what I'm doing to stay sane mentally and physically, I'm trying to get back onto a better sleep schedule. I was really falling off. I would be up to like 3 a.m. and then wouldn't sleep because of anxiety and just like it's my sleep schedule has been really weird. So I'm trying to get back on track. I've been trying to get up around 7.30 or 8, but honestly, it's been more like 9 a.m. because I just I haven't been sleeping properly. But I think a huge part of that, too, was that I wasn't active enough throughout the day. So I've been upping that as well. I'm trying to hit 10,000 steps a day minimum. I'm working out every day. I'm really trying to stay, like, doing stuff. Um, not even, it doesn't need to be productive. Just kind of feeling like I'm filling up my day with some sort of fun things instead of just staring at the clock, wondering what's going to happen next kind of thing in the world. Um, I've put out, like, a big list of all the things I just kind of want to do. Like, being in university, too, there's so many things that I have put to the side, specifically, like, books I've wanted to read and things I've wanted to learn. Because when you're in university, like, personally, with how much reading I do for a double major, I cannot be bothered to listen like to read a book I can listen to a podcast or listen to an audible but I did not have the mental capacity to just sit and read so that's what I've been doing and I'm starting to finally enjoy it but obviously some days are harder than others um and what I do really want to hone in is that no one gets a gold medal for being productive or being a certain way at the end of all of this If you are nearly just surviving, that is completely okay. That's all you need to do is just stay safe and stay healthy. Um, I can't stress that enough. For me, I, my, the root of my anxiety is the things that I can't control. And I think a lot of people are like that. So obviously none of this was in my control. And like I said, for weeks, I was having a very hard time adapting to that. But I am focusing on the things that I can control. And one thing I really want to touch on was dieting during pandemic. Um, On Instagram, you know, all the people are posting at-home workouts and, like, different, different things of, like, so not only, like, fitness things, but then also the other side of, like, oh my god, I've gained so much weight and it's, like, this beautifully toned girl who maybe gained, like, three pounds. I want to stress that my content of fitness and working out I am actually losing weight I'm actually able I'm doing quite well for myself in regards of like wanting to achieve certain goals but it's because I'm needing something to control and this is the one thing that is in my control and for me it's actually not a source of anxiety it's a source of release like for me to be able to have something to put my energy in during this time is actually really therapeutic but I understand that that's not everybody and that is completely okay I want to like really drive that home because not everyone's like that and that's seriously fine you don't have to be working out every day but personally just with the science of exercise and even just going for a walk like it is so much better for your mental health getting those endorphins so you know, not that I, I don't think that you need to go on a huge diet or anything, but ever, however, take care of yourself in whatever form that looks like. Um, and the plan for moving forward, next week I'm going to touch on dating during this pandemic. I want to go into 
dating and apps and the whole breakdown of we're basically hit with like a baby of love is blind and black mirror that's what i feel like the world has kind of merged into it's a weird fucking time but i'm gonna talk about dating during the pandemic next week and this podcast taking this time off of it or sorry from it I was trying to really reflect on like what I want to do because now that I don't have school I'm kind of given this weird freedom of being able to choose my future now and that's really strange to me um because obviously I've been in school like even as a child like I have a summer and then I go back to school this is going to be the first September that I'm not going back to school and sometimes I'm really excited about it and other times I bawl my eyes out But when it came down to thinking about this podcast, I wasn't sure if it was my passion. And by taking time off of it, I've been able to kind of reflect on why I started it. And what I've come to the conclusion is that I'm way too passionate about these topics. And I think that I have a valuable voice that I don't, I don't feel like it's right for me to not do this podcast. I feel like it's genuinely like sabotaging myself but then also taking value from the world I think that I do actually have a lot of knowledge to offer however this knowledge I have not actually put into this podcast yet I didn't put enough time the last few months into the content I haven't gotten to the nitty-gritty that I've been actually wanting to dive into the shit that's probably going to piss people off and make people think differently that's the stuff I'm interested in and I've been playing it safe for months now and I really want to dive deep into those things like random shit that maybe you wouldn't think of but things that have come up in my university degree um in my own feminist research and you know, obsession with podcasts and pop culture and all of those things. I'm a very inquisitive person and I think I have a lot to offer in terms of learning and educating and just entertaining too. So yeah, this podcast is not only going to continue to go, but it's going to be a thousand times better. I'm putting time into this. I'm using this time. I literally have nowhere to fucking be. So I'm using this downtime to actually elevate this podcast to a place that I want to be proud of it. And I hope that you guys actually enjoy it and continue to support me. It means the world. Any of your messages, any of your shares, it genuinely makes me so excited. Like I scream up and down. I wish I was kidding. It's embarrassing. Um, And yeah, I just, I want to say thank you so much for following me along on this journey so far and I hope that I can make you proud for what's to come. So that is where I've been. I hope that gives you like a nice little update and I hope that you can find any of this relatable or at least gives you an insight on where I'm coming from and I hope that you tune into the next week's podcast. It'll be all about that dating situation and how, you know, It's looking for people in current relationships and marriages, but also people who are single. So with that, I hope you guys have a great week. Please stay safe, stay the fuck home, and do whatever you need to do to remain, you know, healthy and happy as much as you can be during literally a global pandemic. Don't be hard on yourself. And um, yeah, just take everything day by day because that's kind of all we're 
able to live right now. And yeah, so if you want to follow me on any of my socials, my personal Instagram is at the not so average betch, betch with an E. And the podcast Instagram is at Strategic Slept Podcast, which is also getting a little bit of a branding makeover now that I finally have the time to put into it. So I'm quite excited to get a little crafty with that. And yeah, I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.